Okay, Common Sense American here, feeling a little better after last week. Uh, I don't know if you caught the show last week, but I was feeling a little under the weather. I had uh, just returned from an overseas trip to Ireland, and when you travel internationally, it's very difficult to uh, uh, stay healthy all the time, although thankfully I was perfectly fine the whole time I was over there. It was just on the way back, uh, you know, endless seas of people for hours and hours and hours and the train stations and the airports. And it's just, it really is unavoidable. Um, even though I, I do wear a mask on the plane, that obviously was not enough. And of course it wasn't considering uh, the thousands of people I had been in contact with, very close contact with for the hours before. But anyway, I, uh, I'm certainly mostly over it by now. Um, and just as a side note to last week's podcast episode, which was sort of a controlled uh, rant about what I'm most sick and tired of seeing in this country, and that's the just the general, you know, slob loser culture that has now taken over. And um, as an extension of that, just the shocking increase in immaturity and um, and the, the decline of, of work ethic and attitude, and it's, it's just really difficult to watch. Um, and I wanted to say that that was not seen, I didn't design it to be a America trashing segment. Um, I, I try to be as proud of my country as I can be, given the situation it's in. That's just a concerned citizen basically saying, I can't believe we've let it get this bad. And as I thought more about it, you know, I wondered, you know, I have to again turn to liberals and Democrats as to why we're in the position we're in. And you know, over the weekend, we saw uh, basically all across Europe major losses for the left. It was it was a huge coup for uh, right wing um, politicians and followers uh, throughout many parts of Europe, and it, it it combined with Trump's win back in 2016 and various projected projected models saying he will win again and easily. Uh, in 2020. In fact, as an interesting uh, note, uh, three of those models, those projection models, were actually issued by a former uh, Obama uh, staffer, I believe, uh, using the U.S. Treasury at the time. And he, he said, he did a piece in the New York Times about how, you know, we could be looking at yet another landslide victory for, for Trump in, in 2020. And I have done a podcast recently as to why Trump was a lock in 2020. And uh, specifically, I was putting the blame at the feet of Democrats. If you want to know why he's going to be reelected, just look in the mirror. And this podcast is really, um, it's building on that. Because when I looked at what happened in Europe, and when you combine it with, you know, Trump's win, and when you look at what's happening at, at state levels uh, throughout, you know, throughout the country, you're starting to see this widespread pushback. And we've been seeing it for some years now, probably, you know, I'd say two or three years. You're seeing it here. You're seeing it in Europe. You're seeing it really in all parts of the world where one thing has been happening. And that one thing has been the increasing power of the liberal regime. And the, uh, you know, if, if they had maintained their speed, let's say, if they had sort of, you know, ever since sort of, I, I guess the Clinton administration sort of started that 
you know, a little bit more of a push towards liberalism. And then we had the Bush years, which was a little bit more of a pushback. And then, of course, you know, once you get to Obama, it's you know, full on, you know, liberal. And it's been getting worse and worse and worse. And then when, when you have the media jump on whole hog and, and, you know, they're full on the bandwagon, when you've got Hollywood and pretty much all forms of entertainment. And when I say all forms of entertainment, and I've said this before, I mean every single one. TV, movies, books, plays, everything, music, everything you can think of. And when it's all going in one direction, and I mean all of it, and the status quo is to go in that one direction, and that there is no other side. The other side is, at first, was sort of being pushed aside and, you know, pushed down, just sort of, we're not talking about it, we're not listening to it. And then they actively try to silence it. And I think that no matter what country you're in, no matter where you are, no matter what um, your country is built on, you know, what, what sort of laws you, you have, what sort of history it has, whether it's the United States or France or wherever, once you start telling humans that there is only one way to think and there is only one way to do things and the reaction to uh, dissension is essentially hostility and violence, which is really all the left has been doing. Once you start going that, down that direction, which is the direction of extremism, once you start going towards socialism and communism and starting to embrace it and actually electing people who are, you know, proponents of those ideologies, once you start going that far, you have to expect some pushback. And what has happened in Europe recently and what has happened in this country, this is all... I believe this is not about nationalism versus globalism. This isn't about race. This isn't about the rich versus the poor. This isn't about, you know, big government versus small government. This is simply about inherently all humans wanting to have a sense of freedom and voice. And over these past few years and towards the tail end of the Obama administration, we saw in this country and all throughout the world, an extreme push towards one way, one style of thinking, one option for everyone. And those who did not side with it weren't merely, you know, sh shouted down and ignored. They were marginalized. They were oppressed. They were censored. They were basically told that they are second-class citizens and that they what they think does not count because they are dumber. They are backwards. They're behind the times. They don't count anymore, and we shouldn't be listening to them. And when you start telling people that, and, and regardless of what side they're on, regardless of what side, and that's really the point. You may, you know, Democrats, liberals, you had everything, literally the world in the palm of your hand. And the only reason you were losing it and essentially have lost it and will continue to lose it is because of this extremist approach to, well, everything. This is why you did it to yourselves. You're losing because of you, not because of the, uh, you know, the Republican candidates. I I've said this before. I, you know, Trump won, yes, and maybe he was the right man for the job, and I'm not saying he wasn't. But more than that, Hillary Clinton was not an option. And more than that, the people of this country just knew they could not deal with another Democrat. Any Republican, honestly, had a much better chance of getting it. Anybody, just, about, just give me anybody. We cannot take this anymore. You've gone way too far. Not only 
have you gone too far and have you started to completely erase basic concepts like morality and common sense and decency? Not only have you just decided that none of that matters and that only what we say matters, but the Gestapo tactics that they started to use and have been using and are continuing to use are not going over well. And they don't seem to get this. This is why you're losing. Don't you, I don't understand why you can't see why it is exactly that you're losing. You can't blame, don't even bother blaming the other candidates. Some of them aren't even that great in terms of the, you know, who got elected where. This is, this is a reaction, a worldwide reaction now, not just in this country, but worldwide, to just, what the hell are you doing? You've gone way too far. Yes, there should be equal pay among genders. Yes, there should be equal rights enjoyed across Across both genders. I guess there should be equality should be embraced in all things. But you can't go so you can't go nuts. Yes, people should get paid a decent living wage. You can't enforce, you can't force businesses to a fifteen dollar minimum wage. That hasn't worked anywhere. All it has resulted in is fewer and fewer and fewer jobs because most employers cannot afford that. Nor is it worth it, nor does it make any sense. All your fewer jobs and fewer hours. That's all you got out of it. Because you have no clue how business works. Not the first clue. Not the first clue how anything works. Common sense, I don't understand where it went, and you keep attacking it. And you can't keep doing that with the result being, oh, well, they don't agree, they're idiots. They're being, I mean, you have entire shows on television, you know, comedy shows and all these things, and like Comedy Central, and that crap mess that's Samantha Bee or whatever that is. You're like 10-year-olds on the playground, where all you do is mock people. Like your, like your kids, like your bullies, which is really all you've become. You have no interest in listening to another side. You have no... The whole idea of open and free discourse, which began in the 60s, which was an essential revolution for free speech and for freedom of expression and for listening to other sides and for the power of the people for rising up in things they do not agree with. And what did you do? You weren't happy with that, of course. You pushed it way too far. To the point now where now you are the fascists. And that's how you are seen. Whether you don't, whether you say, oh, I'm not, or what, that doesn't matter. How, that's how you're interpreted. That's how you're seen by, the, by most people. That's what this pushback is. They don't want this anymore. They don't want to be told that they're idiots. You want to say, okay, well, education's a big thing, and maybe we should educate these people. And it's only the uneducated that are thinking this way. If you really want to believe that, go right ahead. And even if it was true, it wouldn't matter because they're still in the majority. They're the voting populace that is keeping you people out or kicking you out at this point. And I don't understand why I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand it, liberals. You've got to explain this to me. How can you not see it? When you have rallies and protests of, for example, I don't know, abortion, and you've got pro-abortion people screaming at the top of their lungs and literally punching pro-life people in the face, and attacking anyone. And when they're asked to sort of explain their position, they, they can't even do it. They just freak out and scream some more. It's like they're animals. And they have no basis of understanding. They don't understand any of it. They don't understand how it works. They don't understand the process of abortion. They don't understand anything about the science behind it. Nothing. Not a thing. 
Democrats are coming to rely. They call us uneducated. And amazingly enough, they're coming to rely on the brainless masses. That's what they want. They want mass voters. They want them to remain uninformed. That's what the mainstream media is used for, to keep people in line, to not give them too much information, to make them think one way, not giving them all the information, and leading them down a certain path. That is all that has been happening in our media and in our entertainment for the past uh, at least decade. And the thing is, they thought we wouldn't notice. They thought that, you know, the brainless masses will be manipulated to the point that will keep us in office and we can tell them that there are 35 genders and they just have to buy it. We don't have any basis of fact here. We don't have any, we have nothing. But we're going to tell them that they're stupid and we're going to tell everyone else and we're going to put that message into just about everything. And once we spread that, it'll work out fine. We'll get what we want. But it's not working, see? The reason it's not working is because people don't like to be told that they're idiots when the person telling them they're an idiot has nothing to stand on, not a leg to stand on. You know? This doesn't work. This is the pushback. This is the reaction. What happened in Europe? What went on in America in these, in these past few years, this, this uprising? And, and you know what? What do liberals and Democrats, what are they saying when they look at what happened in Europe? What? They're, they're, they're playing the fear card again. They're saying, oh, well, we're only going, now we're going back to Nazism. And why are they saying that? Because they only know how to deal in extremism. They have no way. They apparently cannot think moderately anymore. They just can't do it. They only think in terms of extremes. They label everyone on the right side as Nazis, and that's it. And therefore, if, the, if anybody that you know, disagrees with them wins an election, like they won a lot of them in Europe, that's it. It's going to be, you know, it's Hitler all over again. As if there's any chance of that happening. As if anybody, as if any significant percentage at all, anything over 0.02% of right-wingers actually want that to return. They really believe this, though. They believe that they're all just, you know, we're all just mini-Hitlers. And they're so far out of touch with reality. And it's because they simply choose not to listen or talk. And I, I had done a podcast episode on what's the biggest difference between liberals and conservatives today. And frankly, I think it's just both sides, really both sides are too far apart. And it's true that plenty of conservatives are not willing to listen either. There's too much yelling and screaming going on on both sides with not enough talking and not enough listening. However, I guarantee you that it's liberals that started that mess, and they continue to be the biggest, uh, they're, they're most at fault here, because they're just, they're, they're insane. Their policies are growing more and more and more insane, more extreme. They can only think in terms of extremes. They can't think any other way. You know, when it comes to things like, uh, you know, transgender or anything like that, they, they're not even going to entertain you know, plenty of studies done by doctors saying this is a, this is a disease. Gender dysphoria is very real. There has there are ways to treat this. And by the way, people who suffer from this are typically in bad shape. Mentally, they're a mess. They're a mess because they're ailing. And these are, you know, when when you start to jam political correctness down people's throats and you start to pass it off as fact, then your next step is to pass it off in laws and turn it into essentially nationwide edict then you have to believe it. This is the law. Okay? It's why they want to infringe on free speech and basically, like all social media at this point, you can't even say certain words. Hundreds and hundreds of words are just stricken from places like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube 
You just, you can't even say certain things. It has nothing to do with stopping hate speech. It has everything to do with promoting a certain side. If it was about stopping hate speech, then all these posts and tweets and videos of people saying Trump is a tyrant and a terrorist and should be executed couldn't exist. And yet they do. And they almost never get removed. They do. It takes a while. On the flip side, just try using the word illegal. Use the term illegal immigrant. Try and put it in a post, put it up on Facebook and watch what happens. Content will be immediately flagged. You can't even use it. That's just one example. And I know I work in Facebook and content management and production, and I, I know how bad it is. And that's just one. That's just one example. Okay. And I was a journalist as well. I did a podcast on uh, when I was a freelance reporter for a few years, and the things that I heard and saw made it very clear that this was no longer about the dissemination of information. This was no longer about objective facts being displayed to the people, making allowing them to decide for themselves. No, no, that's not what that is. I know what it is. It's about an agenda, and that's all. And this is what we've been pushing back against and pushing back against. And it was inevitable that it was going to display itself in elections. They really, I bet you they probably didn't even know that much about who they were electing. I'm sorry to say that, but it's true that a shocking number of voters don't know enough about the platforms of the people they vote for. They really don't. But what they were doing here was reacting. We can't have this anymore. This is too insane. Too insane. Common sense, nature, biology, it's all gone out the window for your nuttiness. You know, this whole, okay, well, that's it. All rich people bad. Anybody who, apparently anyone who's a success at anything is bad. All white people bad. All, at some point this has to stop. At some point you have to realize that you become the people that you despise. Leftists have become the fascists that they despise. And that is how, again, it doesn't matter if that's what they think of themselves or how they view themselves. That's how they are being viewed. Maybe they don't care how they're being viewed, but they should because it's resulting in, again, worldwide losses. And this is a pushback to common sense and sanity. This is is all people doing. I I said I I spent a month in Ireland and they are starting to see it's they're well behind us in terms of, you know, immigration there. They haven't let, you know, six billion people in. Um, but it's it's starting, and they adopt a lot of the same tenets that we do. They're very open to these progressive so-called ideas, and it's starting to hurt already. But they're more open to it. You'll see on the media, people will they'll interview people, just people on the street, and they'll flat out say, you know, I don't know, I don't think this is that good of an idea. We're we're having trouble all of a sudden. What about the citizens? What about our problems? Why are we so worried about people coming in? And uh, you know, this is our country. And again, nationalism being seen as a bad thing, being seen as something you shouldn't take pride in that. that That's a concept that people don't like. It isn't because it doesn't make any sense to them. None whatsoever, especially in places, you know, certain countries and European countries have been around for a very long time and have put a lot of stock into what their country means to them and their citizens. And there is, you're seeing that pushback on various levels, everything from the person on the street all the way up to major elections. You're seeing that pushback. And liberals, this is why you keep losing and will continue to keep losing because you just can't stop yourselves. This extremist position that you have taken is wrong. Nobody wants it. People are afraid of it. They are afraid of you. Do you not get that? You can spread the fear card and all you want, trying to make it seem like we're dangerous. People should be afraid of us. That's not working because most people think of it as exactly the other way around. And they've got good reason to. When all the most powerful uh 
you know, um, organizations on the planet, from media to entertainment to political, when all of them are pushing in one direction, you are going to get pushback from the people. And that is what is happening. And that is why you keep losing liberals. This whole for the people thing, apparently you're not getting it. Because they're telling you that you have gone way too far, you've gone completely out of your minds, you really have, and if you want to win again, if you want to occupy elected office at some point, you have to come back to earth. Because this is not going to work. This this extremist, socialist, you know, transgender insanity, abortions for all, free medical for everyone, $15, you don't have any idea what you're doing. None. You don't understand the ramifications, the consequences of it. You don't get it. And it's getting really, really bad. And people just couldn't do it anymore. The, they were seeing the consequences firsthand. On, on, they were seeing it left and right. It's, it's happening. The snowball effect of bad things just keeps happening. And they're noticing it. And that's the pushback. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. Liberals, are you going to fix it? If not, you'll just keep losing. You know what? I'm fine with that.